Yo, we got your back when you driving to work or driving home. If you on a plane or you at the gym or you home alone, all you gotta do to listen to the show, turn on your phone. Two Ugly Nerds podcast, tell you what's going on. This is the podcast. Eric is ugly and we're not judging anybody else. Welcome to the podcast. When did you learn that you were ugly? Two Ugly Nerds podcast. Welcome to the podcast. What's going on, guys? Two Ugly Nerds podcast. I'm still your host because I haven't figured out another word yet, but but I did, uh, oh, uh, I did get suggestions on Twitter, um, he said we could call ourselves Dungeon Masters, which we're not cool enough to do, and he said we could call ourselves uh, Game Master, which um, I just don't feel like necessarily applies, but he said uh, you could call each other Player One. Be player two. I'm gonna be player two. You gonna be player two, nigga. You a Luigi ass nigga. That's all right. <laughs> what do you mean? Who would, nigga, you I'm know saying. Who would be player I, two? I, uh, I quit. <laughs> As of today, I tender my resignation. I got my own system, nigga. I'm player one. I don't know. Those are only other options. You want, what, what do you want to be? But you want player one A and player one B? I'll just be the audio engineer. See, okay, you get to be the audio engineer. You get to be Parks. You get to be you get to be the audio engineer who gets to talk. And I'll be the unlocked character. <laughs> the unlocked character. I thought that was gonna go over a little better than that. But no, no, I mean it's all right. We all gotta shoot. You know, we don't make everyone. You know, but if I you mean, don't put them up, you, know, you know, they never go down. Like okay, if you don't <laughs> put them up, they never yeah, go down. I'm I'm black as hell. I don't know if y'all seen this picture of me. A lot of the pictures of, of me and my uh, my. Uh, football outfit and my helmet and shoulder pads. If we have a night game, I just look like an unlocked character in the game. Oh. Because you can't see. I see what you say. <laughs> you, the, the character you who don't got an you icon yet. Look. You have to oh, unlock the character. Oh, it looks like just silhouette. It's, yes. just, it's just, yeah, oh. it's just helmet and shoulder pads and just black. That's a long explanation. It's still not funny, but I get the premise. You could be unknown player. Mm. Unknown player. Random player. Oh yeah, random, random, yeah, random, random, yeah, random, random, player. Random, player, random, random player, does uh, yeah. does have the silhouette. Yeah, I should, yeah, I should have applied it to the yeah. podcast more. It was, it was more like, yeah, I had it in my head about the whole football. I should have never. Anyways, that was, yeah. yeah. See, this is why I should be rant. This not under. Go ahead. All right. So, <laughs> so there's that. Um. Anyways, like I said, uh, I'm Derek. And as always, I'm joined by um, the auto engineer slash your producer, Berserk Music Ian. Hello. And um, we're also joined today for our first podcast of 2019. By the reason we're recording so late, uh, Raymond, Mr. Black Panther, uh, Mr. Ghana, Mr. My Joke Just Bombed. Uh, I'm not going to say your last name. Mr. Random Random Player. <laughs> Say it like that. Yeah, that made it worse. That wasn't. I like unknown player. Yeah, it was better. Yeah. What I said, uh, you know what? I'm not even. Yeah, unknown that. player was way better. <laughs> Why you switched to random player? It's probably better. You said random player. I said unknown. You said, anyway, un- guys, you said, you said unlock player. Yeah. So. Mm. So, okay. anyways, you know. Um, Thanks for joining us for the first episode of 2019. 
if we're really lucky, this episode might have a new intro. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, if you heard the intro, let me know if you like it, if it's dope. If this episode doesn't have a new intro, well, now you know to look out for a new intro. Um, I think we had a pretty good run last year. Last episode, we kind of talked about some of our uh, goals going forward, things like that. Um, nobody gave me any suggestions, though, so hopefully somebody gives some suggestions. Um, perfect. That's what that means. We're perfect. We're yeah, I wish. Um, yeah, what was next? Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing more like Instagram stuff. Where's my phone? Should do some Instagram stuff so people know what we're doing stuff. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> uh, please pause for a brief intermission. Thank you. And we're back. Yeah, I just want to do. Um, hella late recording. I'm all right. I don't look that bad. Can't look in. All right. What's up? Um, I'm not doing this. Um, next time, next time. Um, that's too late. Nobody's gonna see it. They're gonna be like, "Why are they all together at midnight?" Um. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't have any quick facts this week. And you know, you know, quick facts. You looked at me like, "No, bro, I don't." Come on. You a quick facts, nigga, man. I'm a quick facts, nigga. Um, quick facts. I don't have any quick facts. Oh, you know, I do have a quick fact. So apparently, there's like this uproar now. About uh, Nightwing and Harley Quinn ending up together um, in the new, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the series off the top of my head right now. But new episode came out yesterday, I believe, and um, and it has Nightwing. It goes into the future, like far into the future. I think it's called like Old Harley. Oh, Old Harley, I think is the name of the series. Mm. Yeah. Um, either way. Um, yeah, so she's, like, older, and her and Dick Grayson are together, um, which isn't the first time they've been shown, like, messing around, things like that, so, it's not crazy, but she's also, you know, been known to maybe mess with bats a little bit sometimes, too, you know, you know, mm. you know Margaret Robbie, she doing her thing, that's her name, right, Margaret Robbie, yeah, she'll be doing her thing, so, she, you know, she'll be she out here in these streets, you know what I'm saying, I can see, I can see a switch up, you know, I wouldn't blame nobody, mm. uh, anyways, um, yeah, ain't no reason to be mad about that. That's kind of been a thing. Um, we're just going to dive into our two topics. I know they're going to probably take a little minute. Um, obviously, today we're going to talk about Aquaman and Titans DC. So it's going to be super spoiler heavy. If you haven't seen either one, uh, I'd say just stop. If you have seen one, we're probably going to talk about we're going to talk about Aquaman first. Um, okay. cause I think that's more concise. And whereas as Titans a little more uh, spread out, so um, we'll go through Aquaman first. Again, it's spoiler heavy. We're gonna talk about everything, so um, if you haven't seen it yet or you don't want anything spoiled, stop listening now. Go watch it, then start it again on your way home. Um, so, anyways, yeah. What what are um, so let's just get in, get into Aquaman. What are y'all overall impressions of Aquaman? How'd you like it? Um, how do you feel about it? Uh, <clears throat> it was a DC movie. It was a uh, a good DC film. Okay. N- not comparing it to anything else. It was a good 
DC superhero movie. Outside of that, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It, it, uh, it had some hiccups. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's all. I'm, uh, that's all I'm gonna say. What, what do you? Uh, what do you think, Raymond? <clears throat> I think yeah. I think it was definitely a good, good DC movie and just. Okay, movie overall. Oh, it's okay now. No, I never said it was. Yeah, I need y'all, y'all. No, no, no. Because <laughs> here's the thing: we're talking about we were talking about it in the context of the DC universe the whole time when we were when we came out of uh, seeing it. It was always about really talking about it and where it fits within the DC EU. We're not really talking about it outside of that. At least in my mind, the way I saw it. Um, so. For that, you have to also consider that the bar is pretty damn low for DC. So mm-hmm. I feel like our expectations going in were already either not there at all or really low. So just the fact that they were able to produce something that was like actually passable was like it made it that much better in our eyes, or at least in mine, because I was like, I was not expecting them to do I was I was very I was hoping I was hoping for the best but I was definitely expecting the worst that's that was uh, my thought process going in so that I would at, at least have those two cancel out and I would go in with no you know set of like higher expectation and then not be able to meet it and then I'm like pissed off and then I make it even worse in my mind because I had all these high expectations for for this movie so yeah I went into it no expectations, very chill, very mellow. And then it, it happened to actually exceed my no expectation having ass. I was like, oh bet. Then, you know, let's let's uh let's 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 get this let's get on let's get on board with this because the bar is so low already with guess, what they've put out. So. I guess um I guess the reason uh I I think as I was watching it, I'm th- well before I went in there, I was thinking, okay, this is gonna be this is probably I I feel like this is going to be on the caliber of Wonder Woman. It's going to mm-hmm. be that kind of origin story. It's going to hit that way. It's going to be that. It's going to have that comedic value and all of that. Yeah. The story's going to be, you know, relatively the same. So I expected it to be as good. Yeah. But it, I got that vibe it, too. But I, it just wasn't. You know, <laughs> it, it wasn't as good at all. I, I, and I don't know if it's because Wonder Woman was the first to be it and in that sense it was good or it was just great coming from nothing i guess mm-hmm. in the dc universe or cinematic universe so i was like i, mean, I, I don't know it, what it so, was okay so yeah now that you you've had some time to think about it like what 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 do you what was it that was enough to like make you like be turned off to this like what do you think was that like that one thing that was like uh uh-uh. uh it uh like i said the uh, movie was the the what really like kind of got in the way of it was the comedic the this the, the comedic the, timing yeah it was just it's it just felt so forced and it like i would be into it and then all of a sudden a, a, a just a terrible joke would come in and i would just just be thrown all the way off like all 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 yeah, over like again. thrown out of the movie like okay oh, i'm into it i'm into it this is dope this is dope why would you have to you, you didn't have to say that. You, the, a joke didn't have to go there. It didn't. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, that 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 was 
that was it for me. I, I, uh, I don't think anybody actually liked. No, well, any uh, people I've know uh, that I know, none of them liked it. Like, like uh, I had people that when I posted it on my like Instagram, and I posted like I posted my ranking of the current like what's the top three or whatever. It, well, two people actually um, DM me and was like, "Nah, Aquaman should be number one." I was like, eh. oh, "I don't know about that," because I I had it I had it Wonder Woman just like you said Wonder Woman Man yeah, of Steel yeah. and then Aquaman. He was like flip it. He was like, I was like oh, what flip, do you mean, flip it. He was nah. like, <laughs> he was like Aquaman Wonder should be first and Wonder Woman should be third. I was like, oh, get yeah, out. Yeah, I'm, I didn't sexist. even respond. I was like, I'm not talking to you for the rest. I'm done. I'm not gonna engage in this, right? Like, no, how? It's like, but no, there were people that actually, like, that I know personally that 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 loved it. And like I said, I really think it's that trend of the bar had been set so people's hopes for DC had been killed. Like they had no expectation for anything to be good, so they were just going into this just because. Like we said, we said we were gonna. It's like we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to go see this. We're gonna have to go see Shazam. Like we said that. So I think a lot of people were in the same boat. Were like, all right, it's 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 DC. It's the characters we grew up with. We have mm-hmm. to see it. And they were kind of pleasantly surprised because when when the bar is set so low, it's like when you're middle, when there's no expectation, then you got to really work to get expectations, right? But when you're this low, just getting here is all. Just getting to the middle tier is a lot. And so I think that's where people are like really buying into Aquaman. Like, oh, this this has to be one of the best. And you're like, nah, not if you really think about it. It's, you know, it's a lot of hype. It's a lot of a lot of non expectations and that kind of thing. So, so the movie wasn't great. Just the expectations. Were just- I think yeah, I, it was it wasn't great. It was passable, but because of the expectations, it made it it bumped it up a little bit in a lot of people's. Perspective and mind. Yeah, I, I swear to God, when we when we were hopping out of that theater, you, the tone is different, man. What do you What do you mean? Y'all was so hype coming out of there. Yeah, man. no, I just told you why. Because we live, I literally did but not. But you, it, it, I wasn't hearing y'all scream passable. Y'all, <laughs> y- y'all weren't saying that. Y'all yeah, saying- no, we weren't screaming passable. We were screaming great. This was great. But then you, you take your, you take yourself out of that situation. You calm down, and you're like, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, and then you're like, well, sense, you didn't we really that. think it was- about it. Like, no, I really think that in in the context of the DC universe, it was it's it's third. That's not anything to sneeze at, but. It's still the DCU. I get it, but still, the like I said, the expectations were so low that you know, they, it it was um, it was it was. I'll have to I'll have to watch it. Again. I'll have to watch it. A yeah, couple I'm, saying, times I'm about to watch it again, and then and then really delve into because because it might change. It might it might. I don't think it's gonna go lower, but I it might go back up higher. I don't know, but because I've had some time to think about it and come down for it, but. I, I really I keep trying to think like what what specific timers were I, I mean there were a couple corny jokes I get it but to me there's certain I always ask the question is it enough to to dock it a point two points or bring it down a whole letter grade or whatever it is and I really don't I really don't feel like I'm maybe I'm remembering wrong or I don't maybe like I said my expectations were just so. Uh, blown out of the water that I wasn't really 
I, I'm hyping it up in my mind more than it is, but I, I don't really feel like there were those cringeworthy moments that you you're talking about that that enough of it at least to to like be like okay this to write it off the whole movie. I feel like the essence, the story was good. It conveyed its message. The bro, the effects were. I was so scared for an underwater, completely underwater. I'm like, bro, this is gonna yeah. look terrible. We're not gonna be. Able to, th- that's the easiest thing to take someone out of a movie. If you can't believe that, the what's yeah, going on, if yeah. you but it looked yeah, good. Yeah, it looked good. It, it looked good. And Super I'm I'm good. a big I'm a big fan of action shots. And when I see um, action, like some some this, it could be one action shot, especially in like Man of Steel. There was this one action shot that happened that was like, this this movie's gonna be it for me. I I just know it. And in Aquaman, there was that one where he's chained down in the throne room there's a throne scene and ocean master is talking to him and it it sound it really sounded like they're in the ocean because you can hear that, that weird echo mm. going on or whatever yeah. and he just bolts up and he, you just see a cloud around him and he shoots right out. i was like oh shit this is some <laughs> this is some real shit right here like i love the way they move underwater and that shit was fire like when when um damn what's his name the 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 the, the, the i guess he's Kind of like a butler type deal. He would come up and teach Volco. Yeah, I forgot it. Yeah, that that him, and every time he was teaching him how to swim as a young boy, and he would just he was like, "You can you can do that." And he just I didn't. That was one thing though. I will say, I didn't like how he had never learned how to like boats in water, and then all of a sudden he saw him do it, and then he was like, "Oh yeah yeah, I could do that." Oh boom. I mean, that's that's a nitpick. I know. I just it just came in my mind. I just wanted to say it, but. Like that's like that is that shot made it like that's how you that's how you envision a movie like this and I feel like when you piece all that together with the story with the with the relationship he had with Volko with Mira with like everybody else like you can with his dad with I was I I was I was, I was sold I bought into it and so yeah it's my little two cents on the whole thing. Derek. Uh, my my energy hasn't changed at all. Uh, I still love the movie. I just thought it was great. Bruh, it's so I'm, I'm sorry. Aquaman is uh Aquaman became one of my favorite more favorite heroes uh after uh some of the more recent DC animated films. Aquaman started to move up my uh my ranks. Uh and then especially even in like Young Justice um getting to see Calderon with you know we get to use magic and stuff. So that whole Atlantis Atlantean thing I really kind of got into it started reading some of the comics things like that and um yeah I like I liked it I I, I, you know I feel like I look past the corny jokes I do agree that some of them were a little mistimed um but I look past it because I look past it in all the Marvel movies I don't even mention it I'm so I'm just used to it now but Marvel has a lot of some a lot of Marvel movies Outside of Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy is like the perfect storm of all of it. Outside of them, a lot of those other movies, if we start watching them, you'll see that they're not that great. And DC tried to do the DC thing and be the dark, gritty, like the different, the more PG-17 and rated R type film. And they realized that's not going to smash box office numbers. So now they've tried to dial it back. So they're overcompensating, trying to be funny and witty and all that kind of stuff um and that's an overcompensation so i'll overlook that because that's the feedback from the general public that forced them to do that 
you know, that's not something that me as a DC fan was looking for. So I overlooked that. And I look at the story they told. I look at how they built Aquaman's character. Um, I think they, I think they did all of it very well. You know, I said the only thing that I feel like uh, was weird is the fact that it seemed like they weren't sure if they were supposed to be mentioning things from like the Justice League movie or not because like it's just it's just like little things just didn't seem to add up. Like he doesn't talk about it at all, but then Mira mentioned Steppenwolf. Yeah, and then it's just uh, like it just seemed off. Uh, it's just like really weird. He defeated Steppenwolf. Yeah, so it's just like it just came off as a little awkward. Um, that uh, that was really like the only thing to me was you know once they decided that you know they're gonna kind of have to reboot the universe or whatever they're trying to do. I figured they would just kind of maybe cut off ties to that. Maybe look at just because I look at it now, I would say. Um, well, I'll save that for a second. Um, the other thing I didn't really like about the movie was um, not really like it's just one point that bothered me was um, they go down to the trench where Atlanta has been for years at this point now. And I'm able to watch it again, but I'm pretty sure at one point she said she'd been there for five years, which really doesn't add up to me because they also made it seem like almost instantly when she went back. They threw her to the trench. It didn't seem like she really raised Orm. Like she, they didn't make it sound like she raised Orm for too long. It made it sound like she went back, had Orm, and when he was really young, got thrown in. Mm. Which I'm gonna assume is more than five years for Orm to then become, you know, king and all this stuff. Um, so that bothered me. But then they go down there, they get her. She tells them that she's like been trying to get the trident so all the other people died but she was just powerful enough to get away and escape every single time when she tried to get it that's a little weird uh maybe it has something to do with like royal blood or something that was just a little weird and then the fact that you know he does get the trident they do get out well atlana should be the queen again that's there's no reason she shouldn't be the queen now you know, they turned in Orm. Orm got caught. She should go back to being queen. You know, we watched Throne of Atlantis last night. Mm. Yeah, that makes... Yeah, he has to step in and be the king now because his mother's, his mother's killed, killed. Which and is I, what I thought was going to happen here. That's I why when they went that. down to the trench, I yeah. did not expect to see her. I was, or I thought they were going to see, like, yeah. a dead... Like, a dead body. A dead some, body. like, rem, yeah. relic of her. Maybe, yeah. like, an old yep. picture of himself with her or something. Yeah. On a dead corpse somewhere. Something like that. Yeah. But she was going to be dead. But she's not. But she, yeah, yeah. And that's and that's fine. But but you he can't be on the throne. And you know his mother is the rightful queen. And unless they're doing like some sort of alternate thing or doing something different, Atlanteans don't care about like the ruler. You know, it's king or queen. It doesn't matter. If the king, if you're the queen, you're the queen until you. Die. If you're the your king is the king or whatever, he marries in. He becomes the king of Atlantis. Atlantis. The queen is the queen. If the king dies, the queen stays ruling. It doesn't seem like, yeah, I don't know. It just seems weird to me um, why she wouldn't then retake her place as queen. Mm. Um, and, I mean, teach Arthur how to be a better king underneath. And then, you know, the next movie, maybe she dies or something. And, you know, you can, you know, then he becomes king. And he starts, then, then you're looking at more of like that Black Panther type of spot. 
Oh, she, she, oh, she, uh, she left, she left to to be with her man's. That's why she, um, she didn't leave to be with anybody. She just saw, she went and saw him. She didn't. Now, but now she can. Now she. The only difference now is she can freely go back and forth, so she can still be queen. Let Arthur run stuff day to day. Go hang out with her, you know, her man, time to time. You know, I, I just I, it doesn't seem to make any sense why she wouldn't be the queen, or, or even if she had just explicitly just said like, "I think you're ready to be king now," which isn't true. But if she said that, then I'd be like, "Okay, fine." At least she handed it off. But nothing. It's just like, yeah, she's here, but yeah, he's king. Everybody's just bowing, and I'm like, all right. Maybe it's maybe it's maybe it was implied because he was able to get the trident. No, that just means he was a he was just really the only reason he got is because he's a dude. He was just the next chosen. He was the, the actual chosen one. No, but I mean the the prophecy said something. I'm paraphrasing here, but something along the lines of a worthy. The worthy king can only be the one to. Yeah, but it's got to be a worthy king for the trident, which is true, but. His mother is still the queen. Getting the trident didn't mean not having the trident doesn't mean you can't rule Atlantis. It just it it just seemed like there, there was no indication that he could have the trident and not rule Atlantis. His mother's alive. Why would he? It just it it seems like an oversight. It seems like either his mother should have died or she he shouldn't have the trident yet. It just seems weird. Um. I don't know much about their. Uh... Yeah, I was saying, I'm... What I'm guessing probably happened is, in the earlier cut of Aquaman, it was probably very, it was probably a little darker, and she probably did die. And then when they kind of did this whole scaling back, trying to make things lighter, trying to add in jokes, trying to be more family friendly or whatever, they probably kept her alive, and that throws off. But they, they, nobody, nobody thought to think went back to the. Be like, oh wait, but she's still alive now in this scene. Why wouldn't he be? Why would he be the king? I think it's just oversight. Um, which I mean doesn't really matter because it seems like these movies aren't really gonna correlate anyway. Which I think maybe that's DC's problem. DC may be trying to build this massive universe with all the characters and stuff, and I think maybe they realize that maybe we're just better off doing specific stories. You know what I mean? I mm. I think like, but even now though, I think. I think we. I think I mentioned this to y'all before. I hope they do Wonder Woman, Aquaman together. Um, I love to see the mythologies come together. Um, you know the connection they just naturally have to each other. Yeah. Uh, even do things where you show Mira getting jealous because there, there's been moments like that where Mira felt like you know Wonder Woman was coming in on you know, her stuff, things like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot that could be done with something like that moving forward if they wanted to make an Aquaman trilogy, you know, and then maybe they come back. I mean, you don't need to make another Batman trilogy. You already have the best superhero three movies of all time, but you could do that. Maybe they actually make a good Superman movie for once, do a Superman trilogy, um, something because they seem better when you have somebody directed at one storyline with one character and maybe a cameo. Yeah. From some other characters versus trying to build it. They're clearly struggling with continuity. And it's it's weird, you know, that we have to do Aquaman story, Aquaman origin after he's already done stuff with it. Just, it just, it's just weird to me. Um, so, yeah, I think that 
they're struggling with continuity. So that's my like bigger issue. But if I take the movie as a standalone, don't compare it to anything else. I loved it. I enjoyed it. Um, fight scenes were amazing. I thought all the costume characters were nice. Uh, I thought there was a lot of dope action shots for sure. Soldiers looked ridiculous. Which ones? The um, the Atlantean ones. Yeah. No, I I I my thing is um I think the only thing they could have done maybe is done it uh gave them like um less bulky suits. Yeah, they could have done that. The suits. But those are suits that really look like if you watch like the like an animated movie or you look in the comics, that's what they look like. So they yeah, made I'll, I'll... suits that basically look like that. It's just in real life. It's just like. Like you, you're not gonna find a person in real life who got that triangle shape that like Batman is yeah, having. Yeah, it's the same sort of thing where it's like couldn't get like tights and a helmet, my nigga. Like, well, I mean, uh, them niggas look like knockoff Power Ranger enemies. You know, little, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. The the, the, the enemies did look a little. Um, well, the Atlantean suits did look a little weird. Of, uh, Master Chief, a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. Sad too. Halo, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I did think the suits looked a little weird, um, but I mean, yeah, they could have done something more like tight, something more streamlined, you know, streamlined mm-hmm. things like that. But I live with that. Yeah, overall, I did enjoy the story and how it was built. I like. I mean, I, I like origin stories, and, and this was a really good one. Yeah, like, and like I said, don't get me wrong, because I feel like you, you. I still think the movie was great. In the context of DC, mm. when you take it outside of it, it, I feel like it doesn't really hold up. But like I said, I think that this movie was great. So I'm don't don't my energy is not switching. I still love the movie. I really think it was good in the context of DC. Mm-hmm. That's that's the main point. I just want I just want to point that out because that it really was they they were working with not a lot. You know they were they they had to they had to p- deliver. There was a lot of pressure for them to deliver, and I really think they did. I really think they did. Now I don't have the same energy or vibe from Shazam, but you know I don't hate no my nigga Shazam. I'm not hating on him. I'm just <laughs> they didn't they didn't they did not inspire me at all in that trailer. But with 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 Aquaman, they really they with what they had, they knocked it out the park. They I really have a did. feeling I'm gonna like Shazam more than I'm gonna like. God, how dare you? I have a feeling. You have a feeling? I don't. It was it was a good because I know it's gonna be a corny ass. I like from the previous. It, it they're they're selling me a corny ass movie, so I'm expecting to see one. You know what I'm saying? I I made the mistake of going in there expecting to see a one another Wonder Woman. Yeah, so you're saying your expectations were were higher than it should have been. <laughs> All right, and then I got let down. Y'all top three DC movies are what? Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, Aquaman? That's, yeah. Y'all both said the same thing, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Was, is that a, you trying to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you trying to say? Oh, Man of Steel, no, nowhere near my top. <laughs> I mean, I, I already knew that. Yeah, yeah I no, knew that. Just, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. I just want him to say it. Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's a it's a fight yeah. for last. <laughs> Those Wonder ones Woman. are they're interchangeable. To be honest with you, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. No, you know what? I actually I feel like, like Batman Justice v Superman League better. Was... I actually like Batman v Superman as a third. Then but... Suicide Squad. Mm. Really? Yeah. And Over then... Justice League. 
yeah, Suicide Squad, then Justice League, and then uh, Man of Steel, and then uh, what's the other one that I'm missing in the movie? Um, no, that's it. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Yeah. So yeah. So my list is. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Batman v Superman, but like, Suicide Squad, but like the extended Man version, right, of Batman v Superman. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, even without the extended version, it'd still be above Man of Steel to me. So okay, I mean, yeah. Um, just <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Um. We all kind of agree then on Aquaman. Um, well, so to an extent, I mean, to an extent, it's an okay. It, at at minimum, it's a, all an okay movie. Yeah, at, uh, at, 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 yeah. You know, absolutely. we're not we're not like on polar opposites. It's just you know, we some of us enjoyed it a little more than the others, and I think I enjoyed it maybe a little more because I got invested in the Aquaman like world to the point where he's like my main character when I play Injustice and things like that like so I really like Aquaman's reinvented character from the the weird dude who talks to fish and swims to you know this robust heroic dude who's impervious to robust. bullets and you know he's a water superman you know what I'm saying you know he's mm-hmm. like you know, underwater he's that guy you know what I mean this is a dude <laughs> that called a shark to eat black manta like yeah, you know what I mean. He did, like, this he, is he did do that shit and laughed about it. Like this, this is like what did he say? <laughs> outrageous, outrageous. Um, yeah. So I like, yeah. I'm, I'm me being more invested in the Aquaman character. I like the fact that I feel like his story was done very well. So I think for me, that's why it bumps up. But I don't blame anybody for saying because I do. I, I agree with the you know the jokes and stuff. Some of them were a little off. Some of them were corny. Um. Trying to think, was there anything else I saw in the movie that I was like, mm. um, yeah, not really. What I mean, y'all think about um, Mira and 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 uh, Aquaman's dynamic? How they how they um, kind of built that that whole relationship or dynamic? How how y'all feel about that? It was good. I think they could have done a little more with the uh, um, kind of with them like fighting together like in like a sort of like synergy type thing like you know just you know one two kind of beating beating somebody's ass mm-hmm. i think they could have done more a couple more scenes like that to just kind of build like show their bond build you know maybe show the first one maybe they're getting each other's way a little bit second one they're getting a little better and the last one now you know it's almost like they know each other's moves almost you know i know you're gonna go here so i'm gonna go here they take everybody down and then maybe they kind of get to the point where they kind of get that kiss because I do think that's one of those scenes that maybe felt a little more forced. Uh, was there a kiss in that moment? just felt oh, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of forced. Yeah, I was going to say the um, relationship seemed like it was rushed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it seemed like it just didn't need to go there. Um, what I'm hoping is maybe there's an extended version of Aquaman and that might help the pacing out a little bit. Maybe the pacing in the, in the movie was just a little bit off at certain points. And so maybe the extended cut will help that. Um... But I think they're. I think overall, though, I think their dynamic is great. You know, they 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 did not hold Mira back at all. They showed how powerful she can be with magic, mm-hmm. uh, how she's yeah. a skilled com- combat fighter. Like Mira is not no joke. Like yeah, yeah. Mira protects Atlantis when he's not there. 
like with her iron. Like nobody played with her. You know what I'm saying? Not <laughs> on like her own. She not like yeah, on the she throne. She hold her own. That's yeah. what. Like people look at her like with real respect. She not just on the throne just because. Like they look at her like, no. If we go to battle, like she and Aquaman not here, she gonna be in the front. You know what I'm saying? Like she that guy. Um, well that woman. Sorry. She 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 she. she yeah. You know so. Um, yeah, she. They, I'm glad they did not dumb her down. They showed her being very powerful. I mean, really as powerful as him, basically. You know what I'm saying? As far as like the basics of being Atlantean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm glad they gave her hydrokinesis. Like that was. Yeah, well, I mean, she's always had that. If they didn't do that, it's not even Mira. That's just some random. That's just a mermaid bitch. Yeah, it's not. No, this Mira is, better have a mermaid woman. <laughs> Mira better be a goddamn waterbender out here. We nah, hell no. Nah, I'd be. I'd have been pissed. Yeah, she better be able to do all of that. Um, you know, and there's there's other, you know, versions where like Orm has magic and stuff sometimes too. So I was he used it a little bit, but not like a whole bunch. Um, it would have been cool to see cooler, maybe a little cool to see Orm a little more fleshed out. Um, I feel like his entrance was really good. Like I liked his entrance uh, when they kind of like. Like, the music just kind of gets really dark, really low. And it's just like, I, it's, I don't know if y'all heard me. But literally, when the music came on, I said, oh, Orm. Like, I just knew that's who was coming. He got that name of, like, that evil ruler type person. And I was like, oh, I know who's coming. And, there he, and he just pops up. But I feel like, because it looks so different than his animated version, sort of, mm. um, I felt like he was going to... Because they actually made him blonde, blonde to that, that took away from contrast his... with Momoa. Yeah, uh, it took away a little bit from his uh, that appearance of like stature. So it's like a weird thing in like movies where a lot of times they'll give that you'll notice like the evil king or whatever who or like the evil powerful character has darker hair normally, mm-hmm. just because it gives them, especially when it's live action, because it gives them this like more empowering thing whereas like blonde makes you think more like boy band like you're just like oh yeah. it's blonde like you know, yeah. you know what i mean like joffrey's a blonde right you just kind of just want to kick him like just push him <laughs> over the like you know what I mean? just push him just a little just give him the nudge mm. whereas like i'm trying to think who else dark i don't know but no i, I don't have another game of thrones reference in my pocket or john john snow like he's got the dark hair yeah. he just looks like He's supposed to be in charge. He's not evil, but he's got the, the dark hair. It just makes him look like, oh, he's empowering. He's supposed to be in charge. If he was blonde, you're not taking him seriously. You're like, yeah, he's probably a dick. Yeah, just, I don't yeah. Know, blonde hair is weird. Um, <laughs> so that's why um, I felt like Orm's income was a little, nah. Um What was the other weird thing? The Black Manta thing. Um, I kind of wish they just hadn't gave us his origin story or something. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I I I prefer the way they t- they did it in the uh, anime series. Um, I, I I that it it wasn't. I don't know how to how to, how to explain it. I don't want to say it wasn't enough to warrant going that crazy over. It wasn't. It wasn't because if you're a criminal, you know there's a chance you might die in yeah, your yeah, line yeah, of work yeah. of being a criminal. You killed my. Fa- and then if you're a criminal who just also shot a rocket at Aquaman's chest, why would he then save you? You know what I mean? You just killed a bunch of people on this thing, on this on this submarine. Yeah. You shot a rocket at me, and now you're mad that I'm not 
saving your life yeah. so you can try to kill me once I get you to the top again? Like, like at some point you gotta look at that and go, all right, so that might have some of that might have been on us. And they they didn't like he didn't do that. And he's like, I'm gonna get you, Aquaman. It's like for for what? Yeah. Like, for what? For for what? Your dad. First of all, if your dad hadn't fired the rocket, he'd have never got stuck in the thing in the first place. That's your fault. Yeah, like, what, was, what are you doing? So I just yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't I just thought his origin being that was just weak. I was just like, yeah, this yeah. seemed like either y'all did this last minute or this there was a more like well thought out process here, and you, because of cuts, this is just what made it because something else has to give, bro. Like it can't be we got caught breaking the law and now I'm mad that my dad died. You could have saved him. Nah, you, after he fired a after rocket. He fired at a rocket you. Yeah, yeah. Who's saving anybody's life after they fire a rocket launcher at you, bro? You know what, man? That rocket almost hit me, but let me get you right quick. No. It's a rocket launcher. If he wasn't Aquaman, he's blown to smithereens. So, yeah, I don't. I thought that was a little weak. Um, I appreciated them showing him, like, walk away from doing that. Like, not save the nigga. Because mm-hmm. every other day, would've, he would he would have been saved. Yeah, Batman saves him every day. Remote, uh, freaking Aquaman was like, nah, not today, bro. That's the, you, I, you, you staying here. You staying down here, yeah, bro. That was, like, a, that was a real ass. Like, yeah. But it's also like, trying to show him in that light of, like, that I'm not, I, I'm not a polished hero yet. You know, I'm not the yeah. guy who's going to his growth, yeah, play his... by the rules. I'm yeah. not really that guy. Like, you fucking with me, I'm gonna try to take you all the way out. This is the the idea. And he looked at him, he's like, I'm not going as far to kill you myself, but I'm also not going out my way to save you after you just did that. So Yeah. And that was a very interesting way they showed that growth too, because then later on in the story Oh, he's given the opportunity. Yes, they show him yes. actually thinking back. Like, damn, did I? Yes, yes. Did I create yes. my own enemy? And and that shows that's growth. Yeah, like yeah, the growth. Yeah, nobody would. You know, no mm. one that had had if you hadn't grown would have thought that they would have just thought, nah, nah, this nigga is his fault all the time. Now he's more responsible. He's like, damn, maybe some of it might have been my fault. Maybe I I helped create this nigga and create this anger in him that wants that he now wants to kill me. And that's 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 a great way to show growth without actually. Telling the audience, "Hey, <laughs> I've grown." <laughs> it's like you just show him like thinking about shit, shit like that. So, my thing is, they could have done something different, man. They could have done it with like when Aquaman was like a teenager or something like that, maybe. And he's out in the ocean, and Manta's father is out there. He has a chance to save, you know, Manta's father or somebody else, and he saves the other person. He tries to get to Manta's father, doesn't get him. And he harbors that now, and he harbors that as this anger for this yeah. Aquaman person. He's trying to find him for the rest of his life. He basically almost like a killmonger type thing. He's like trained his whole life because I'm one day I'm gonna kill this guy. Yeah, he let my father die. I blame him for it, and that like that's better because I get what you're saying. It just doesn't make any sense for Aquaman to reflect on it when he goes. No, I would like if I'm reflecting. I'm yeah, going. I was definitely well within my yeah. rights to not save the nigga who fired a rocket launcher at me. Yeah, that I, that I don't have a moral. Co- that's not giving me a moral conflict. There's nothing you could like. There's nothing he could tell me that's gonna make me feel bad about not saving your life after you did that. 
You just killed a, you just killed a bunch of people, a bunch of innocent people on a submarine, and you fight a rocket launcher at me, all to help in staging a fake attack on Atlantis to justify to trick other people into attacking the surface world. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad about your dad. That's not making me feel bad. You've got to do, it's got to be a real thing where even for him, he's like, and, and even it, to me, if you have something like that where he tried to save him, doesn't work, but the kid is like, the kid doesn't really understand. So he harbors his anger and grows up, you know, maybe a little bit younger than Aquaman. Aquaman, let's say he's in his mid teens, 15, 16 at the time. Let's say Manta's eight. You know what I mean? Something like that. Now we're 20 years later. You know, Aquaman is this, you know, man now. But Manta's also this, you know, young pirate. He's sailing the seas, really, you know, pretending to, you know, doing all this pirate shit. But he's really looking for Aquaman the whole time, just hoping to run into him to get his chance. You know, now Aquaman's thinking to myself, yo, if I had saved this kid's dad, if I had been able to just do a little bit more, that's a conflict of feeling guilty for something, even though you tried to do the right thing, mm. that's better than yeah. trying to save a like feeling guilty because you didn't save a dude who tried to kill you. Yeah. Who, yeah. if if given the opportunity, you would be dead and he wouldn't be if he could have done it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. it's yeah, just a weak. It's not. I I don't think it's it's him feeling bad because in the in the movie, I don't think he feels bad at all. I don't think that's what that that scene was conveying. I think what it's conveying is. Like I said, about the growth, but the fact that he is capable of thinking like that. Because before that, we haven't he haven't shown he's been this carefree, always joking, you know, easy flow, easy going guy that's trying to crack jokes as he you know kind of tries to do the right thing. Mm. But it wasn't it wasn't in that scene at least. I don't I didn't think he was him saying, yeah, I, I, "Damn, I, yeah. I wish I had saved." No, I I don't think he was remorseful at all. I just think they're just showing that. He has the the capability of thinking that way now and thinking retrospectively about his actions and how it ties into like his present situation. Yeah, you know, and just looking at the bigger picture, he's capable of looking at the bigger picture. So I don't think he was he felt bad. Like I I think in that scene, if he had gone back, he would have done the same damn thing. But now he can see how it all kind of led to the situation they're in now. So I think that was that 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 scene was just telling him that hey I I'm he's capable he's growing up or he's maturing in his thinking because he's capable of looking back and thinking like damn these these the situations all led these choices led to this to this present state. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, there you got it. What's uh, you guys got a score? Yeah, about two and a half, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't remember what I scored the other ones. Um, I might give it a six. Okay, I give it a solid, solid seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. If I watch it again, it might it might bump up to eight. To be honest with you, but seven and a half right now. Okay, yeah, it's an eight point five for me. Um. I think that's actually the same score I gave Wonder Woman. Um, so, yeah. But I think those two movies are very good movies. Um, do their origin stories really well. So, cool. Um, second half of the podcast. 
Uh, you know, people put breaks in their podcast. You ever heard of listen to a podcast where they do like break a break? Let's do an intro. We do a intermission. You ever heard a podcast where they do that? No. A lot of like, if you listen to any like foreign podcast, they do that a lot. It's always really weird. It's like it's a podcast. Like, just you breaking for thirty seconds doesn't. Like, I'm just gonna fast forward that. Yeah, or you somebody, somebody could just like who, who's like. It's not like watching a TV show. Where you're like, oh great, I got a moment to go piss. Like, yeah, no, like it, I can just pause it. And it's go. not even live. It's just, I, could I could just pause it, or I could just I take it with me and go. Exactly. Like I, yeah, I don't know. Um, but this is like normally where they do that. They'd be like, put a, put a uh, we'll be back after the break. Like, so no, it's not gonna be a break. I'm gonna hit skip thirty seconds one time, and you're gonna be back. I don't know. It's weird. Plus, it's one of those things where it's a. Uh, it's something else that it's recorded for it as a podcast as well, like how they do the Breakfast Club. Nah, that's that's not that. I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but that's not what I'm. I mean, like it's yeah, one podcast, podcast and they okay. stop in the middle. Yeah, uh, that's weird. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So, anyways, second half we're gonna talk about uh, Titans. That's the show on DC Universe that we've mentioned a couple times before. I think we did a mid-season review of it. Um. Uh, there's 11 episodes in the first season. It it, it came to end. Uh, what's it now? Three weeks ago now, maybe or two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago now. Uh, episode 11 came out, and um, season one is over now. And um, it was great. Um, the show really built on itself. It literally got. The beginning was so weird, and I was very unsure of the entire show. I was unsure of the costumes, like everyone. I was very confused, especially with Dick Grayson being this old and um, still being in the Robin suit, things like that. But, you know, I didn't. it, it made me re-look back at stuff and realize Timothy Drake was Robin for, I think, over 20 years. So that would, no matter what age he started being Robin, that would put him at least, at minimum, some point in his 20s, yeah. still being Robin to Batman. So, um what what that tells me is, you know, Robin isn't just a, you know, even though you get the jokes about it, Robin isn't just some little, you know, preteen to teenage kid. You know, he can be a range. Um, so, I, you know, I, obviously Dick Grayson being my favorite superhero, I love seeing the first season really delve into him and what his backstory and his mentality is in this show. Um and yet the, the the first couple episodes were so eerie and weird and created so many questions that didn't really have answers. Um, and I thought to myself, if I was somebody who didn't have DC Universe and I'd seen these episodes, I don't know that there's enough here to convince them um, that they should buy DC Universe to try to watch shows like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but now seeing the whole season... And seeing how progressively each episode was getting better and better with the premise of the ep- of the of the show, with what's going on in the show, with the storyline. Yeah. Um, there's still some bad acting in there, but with the storyline itself, it was great to see it progress in that way. Um. And yeah, so to 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 get to the end and see how grand the finale is, um was just so good to me. Um I'm very proud of them for this live action show. They were able to they're they're able to have jokes in here, but they're also able to keep it gritty. 
They're also able to have great fight scenes. Um, yeah, there's some corny moments. That's any kind of TV drama type show. Um, and um, there's a little bit of bad acting in there, too. Um, but overall, the show is doing great. The Easter eggs of people they bring in. Um, Donna Troy, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, um, Hawk and Dove is a really cool call out for people. I'm sure that's not, I mean, they're not like anywhere near my favorite superheroes or anything like that, but, um, I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed seeing them, um, seeing both versions, you know, um, yeah, I just, it's just interesting. It's just a very interesting show. They did, they just got better with telling the story each, each episode. It felt like, it almost felt like between every week they're recording the new episode which obviously isn't the case but that's what it felt like because it just got so much better as it went yeah it was like oh this is the feedback we saw okay let's change let's this change it, yeah. it felt like it was doing that every every week yeah um so good man yeah yeah definitely my initial reaction is good just what, what are your overall reactions before we deep dive a little bit overall um Overall, well, initially, yeah, like like you said, initially it started off uh, kind of scattered around about you, you, each like they would like slide a uh, a piece of an, an answer, a part part of an answer from the previous episode in, and sometimes they won't even address the the previous episode. Sometimes they will go to an entirely different story, which frustrated the hell out of me when I was watching it initially. But um, in in the grand scheme of things, I I see how they were like scattered at first and then they started tightening the the overall arc of the story together and started answering more and more questions as the, as the story went on until the end and then at the end the end happened mm-hmm. it, which was which was interesting because initially I was kind of like I was a little annoyed that I thought I thought it was going to go go to the shits with it but because uh, I'm seeing, oh, this is an alternate universe thing, or they're just sliding this in as a as a filler, f- leading into the next season. But you know, as it went on, and you start to uh, when you get to the end, and you see what it all really was, you're like, okay, this is this this show is like absolutely. It's minus the terrible acting. It's essentially it's, it's perfect. I would think it. For a uh, for a DC live action show, in comparison to the ones that are out, yeah, and the Marvel, <laughs> yeah. the Marvel ones, even the Marvel ones, yeah. Oh man, this this was this was good. This was like a movie quality show. It it, it, was, it was great. It was yeah, it's a premium quality. It was a premium TV quality. Show. Yeah, you, it was just this. You could see this on an HBO. Yeah, absolutely, thing, absolutely, something like that. Oh, absolutely, it, it, this minus the acting. Um, yeah, two yeah. people in particular, I would, I would say, um, everybody else was all right. Raven and Do- and Don, they, they, uh, they fix figure. Don. <laughs> I think Don's great. Let me figure that out. She had all of two expressions. <laughs> two thick and thicker. Uh, well, I about to say she got a body though. God damn. Shit. All right, so minus uh, 
her, her acting is trash. It, it, it was maybe. Just, it was trash. Who's Y'all were not watching that. <laughs> we're not even looking at. It. So I ain't, playing, I ain't even know she was playing, I don't. Honestly. Um, I'm not even think of Dove. Dove was her acting really that bad? Yes, bro. Terrible. Even in that last episode, bro. Like. Yeah, you're right. She doesn't. She doesn't she, have like a wide range of emotions. Yeah, she doesn't she's like feel like she's in this kind of either state of despair or calm. I think she maybe. she always just seemed content with everything. Yeah, I can see that. Everything too. like she just always seemed. All right. Oh, I'm pregnant now. With, with your kid, it's coming. And even when she was snapping at Raven, at, at Robin for not painting the damn uh, the, the damn room, I didn't feel the anger, man. Like it, it just. Ah, uh, uh, anyway. Uh, and 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 Raven's problem was that she overreacted or overacted. Like she was just like dramatic, overly dramatic about everything. Like. Man, anyway, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure over time it's gonna it's gonna get better, man. You know, but or maybe they'll just replace him. Well, I think the show is just this good. I meant to say, I think the show is this good because Jeff Jones is and is involved with it. I don't know, you know, the level of what he's writing versus everything else or what his input is, but he's involved. His name is on the screen, and that's normally a good thing for DC content when his name is attached to things. Um, so I mean, yeah, I, I'm partially surprised, but partially not surprised, you know. Mm. Anyways, yeah, Raymond. Um, <clears throat> wow, <coughs> sorry, <laughs> going through puberty again. Um, but no, I uh, I definitely, I definitely like the show. The show, and just yeah, I'm really just gonna be echoing a lot of the the y- y'all's uh, sentiments. Uh, but it definitely got better as it progressed, and um, for me at least, there there almost is is a, a shift into a, a higher gear at that mid that mid that mid episode I five I, I don't remember if it was five or six, uh, but once I started picking up on um, the show again and noticing like. Well, everything that you were saying and it's it, I think they did it on purpose in, in terms of the frustration level in terms of uh, in the beginning it just looked very scattered I think they did that for a reason because then in the end the payoff is that much greater because they got you so frustrated and in the beginning you're like well what the fuck is going on why is this this isn't and yeah. then in the end you're 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 that much more invested because you're like okay I see they're doing callbacks or they're bringing this back and you start to understand like the story coming together, you can literally see the gears, you know, coming together and tightening up. And you're like, Oh, this is dope. This is, this is, this is, this is fine. Like, this is fresh. I love this. I'm into it because it, it literally pulls you in that way because you start out, you know, really frustrated or not really. And that's, 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 that's uh, you know, that's risky because you can, that's how people, most people fall off shows. They're like, okay, yeah. I can't, you know, this is not the yeah. thing for me. I can't get it. I'm not, I, I can't could honestly, get I can honestly see a lot of people falling off. Yeah. They, like they, it would be like, uh, like it was like a certain amount of episode that went through and then they went to the, the dawn and, uh, dusk, whatever the fuck. Yeah. What, what was the I believe it was episode. Hawk and Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the episode title is like Hawk, Hawk, Hawk and, and, Hawk and Dawn. Hawk when and I saw Dawn. it, I was like, it just but frustrated me when I saw like, though, that was part, one of my, that one of the one of the episodes that I really liked because and I'll tell you why. 
because of the way they showed their relationship coming together, how it formed, you could really like get into it. like you could really buy it. it felt very fluid. Once you take out the fact that it, it was a de- deviated story from um, everything else that's going on in this in the uh, this season, mm-hmm. but that episode when you look at that episode on its own, like that was. That was great storytelling. I'm very big on storytelling and, and like imagery and that kind of thing. And I like you can literally see how and why they became close or why they yeah. and the way they showed it felt very genuine. They didn't feel forced. That's what I like. It didn't feel forced. It it felt like something that kind of developed over time and you could really buy into it. See, but, I I was okay with the first time uh Don and and Hawk and Don were introduced because mm-hmm. it was like in tandem with what what uh, Robin had going on right. with uh, with Raven. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. And seeing their back backstory relationship, the hints of it through uh, Raven's, you know, like, like looking through, yeah, her, yeah. her contact it, that was cool. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is this is all I need to know about uh, Hawk and Don. I don't need to know nothing else about Hawk and Don. And then towards the end, you get a whole episode about them, just them. Yeah. I was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm, and, and I was, I'm cool on this. It's funny honestly. because I was, because typically when they do that, because they've done that like at least once, uh, they've done like they've deviated from the main story that's going uh-huh. on, but they would always like find a way to tie it back in. And I, but I mean, this one, the, the but Raven tie in, I was feel okay. like this one's tie in was not good enough. The the Raven tie-in, yeah. yeah. Would they show her in the in, in the, the in the mirror? mirror. Yeah. I'm like, okay, and I don't give a like. Yeah. What? Uh, why are you? Why are we telling this story only? Like just to, but I don't. I, I guess they're gonna they're gonna explore it more and that kind of thing. But I didn't like that tie-in. That's the only. Uh, I mean, Raven is literally just broke this nigga whole spaceship. Bro. That's my fault. Actually, I put it on that chair. And I was, and I knew it was gonna fall. <laughs> Raven, um, um, the only thing is that Raven, um, was calling out to them for help. She could do that because of the connection she had through actually touching them. So, mm. I mean, her being able to call out them makes sense. And in general, the only reason. Titans is setting up for all these other shows and things that are going to come out on the DC Universe platform. That's why we, they had a whole episode of Doom Patrol. You know what I mean? Maybe you like Doom Patrol more than you like Hawk and Dunn. Um, but that's why you got that that part right there. You, you kind of got Gar leading up to it. You got that whole Doom Patrol thing because there's going to be a Doom Patrol show. Um, I don't know that Hawk and Dove or Hawk and Dawn are going to get their own show. Um but there may be something else coming up with them where they want to integrate those characters. They want to see how they're doing, which is more than likely why they were highlighted like that. Mm. Um, these are also easy characters to connect to Dick Grayson uh, as your kind of main catalyst in the show right now. These are easy characters you can connect to him without people going too crazy into background stories and histories and how would they this, that, and the other it just kind of makes more sense to attach people that, you, you know, if they if, if Superman was all of a sudden, you know, not fully, he was still like just Clark Kent in Kansas and him and Dick Grayson are hanging out. 
people would be like, that doesn't make any sense. He da, 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 da. Mm. So you do it with Hawk and Dove, who are two characters that some people know, but they're not super popular. And now no one's really questioning, you know, should they be the same age? Are they whatever? It's not a big deal. Like, okay, fine. So I think that's more the reason you see them there. There's something else that they're probably going to use them for yeah. or use them in. Yeah, because um, even after that episode, I, I don't see – I didn't see the. It didn't really make. It didn't tie into. Didn't pay off, and and that's the. It, it's not, and I, I and if that's the case, like that's they just need to do a better job of. Well, I mean, you I can't just we give don't them know what, a whole you know. episode. You could tie it in better without. I don't know. I just feel like they they need. If that's the case, then the 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 payoff needs to be better. It needs to be more coherent in in terms of tying them in. I mean, she called them for help. Them. What was she, she calling to them for help for? I forgot what it was. She called them to help because she was Being, she was stuck. Uh, Trigon was um, had her by the throat. You see, do you remember? No, you saw tri- the, no it was Trigon. Starfire tri- had her by the throat. Tri- Starfire, yeah. Starfire had her by the throat. So oh yeah, literally that's right. she was and then there was fire like she in could. the illusion. So that's why she was connecting to her, um, Hank and Dawn. Um. Because she had that connection with them, so she's reaching out to anybody that has a connection to her, trying to get help. Right, um, but I'm talking about like the main story. They literally deviated from that main story to tell a whole separate Hawk and Dawn story, and then tie that uh, reach out back into there. I'm saying that they should have done it the other way, and 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 then maybe did a, a solo episode for them to later on when we've bought into. Like you can't, there. It felt it felt out of place. Also, it 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 didn't How? even it didn't even like because it was resolved. Like so at the end of that episode, they're saying, "Oh, we got to get Jason Todd to help uh uh Raven out of a situation that she got out of already." In the following episode. Well, well, I mean, okay, I put it like this. Obviously, there's two things. One, when they first get introduced, I think it's episode four, and it's all it is, is there's really no connection. You don't really get a bunch of backstory. All you know is that through Raven, you know that Robin and Dawn have history. And you know that uh, Hank obviously feels a way about Robin. but And you know they all work together. And that's that's it. They come in. They fight. Then one of them nearly gets killed in a fight to help him out. Mm-hmm. And now you've that's got you invested in the character. So now you're thinking, who is this character? I don't know anything about this character. Now I'm going to flesh this character out more because chances are there's more coming down the line. So I want you to understand where these characters come from. So now I'm going to tell you how they got together, where they lost a person. They both lost somebody special to them on the same place at the same exact time. And that's why they have this connection. And that's why they're together. And that's why they're here. That's why they're that's what made them who they are these heroes or whatever, that's what made them that. So, you know, now they, you know, he lets his anger out through that and she helps him, you know what I mean? And that's what they do. And I, and they did the origin story after people were asking, people were like, I hope that we get more Hawk and Dawn. And then when they did the origin story, it's, it's later in the season. So you got invested into them from them selflessly doing whatever to try to protect Raven out of nowhere and then later in the season, they go, oh, let us, let us actually tell you about them. I guess I, I wasn't really invested. Even after that episode, I, I mean, I, 
I mean, I was because, like I said, that's one of my favorite episodes. But I just the tie-in, that link was I don't know. It was, I feel like I'm I'm, was, I'm like uh, there's a the, I, the time gap. I'm, I'm missing something. This is because I there's there's I'm missing something. It, it made it made more sense in the, in the show. I know it did. What are you missing? The tie-in, the reason why she was called calling out. out to him. Oh, maybe. I think it's the you think the timeline might be messing you up. Cause why did she at the end she she does say that um, Dawn says oh we gotta we gotta get Jason Todd to help. She said Jason Todd right? Yeah. Well, but that's then, separate though. That's uh, that, that. Again, that's what I'm saying. With this show, they're they they're what they're doing a good job of is it's not just one cliffhanger. The end isn't just oh. They got Nightwing. The end is now, well, Hawk and Dawn are doing something because they're supposed to be going to get Jason Todd for something. And now uh, Corey and um, who's with her? Gar, maybe, I think. Yeah, Corey. Corey and Gar were together, I think. Oh, no, no, it's Corey and Donna Troy. They're together, and they couldn't get through the barrier, but Dick did. And so now Corey and Donna Troy... Are trying to figure out how to get inside to get the dick. Raven is having this fun family moment with her Satan father and her deranged cult mother. Um, you know what I mean? Like, there's a bunch of things that are still going on. It's not just one thing you're focused on at the end. So this that was not a end point. That wasn't a supposed to well, let's clean this up for the season ends. That was a We'll catch up on them next season as far as where they're going, what they're doing. It was it was a starter. It wasn't a finisher. And every, people are used to seeing them do this. People are used to the season ending and wrapping up a bunch of stuff and then leaving, like, one thing that when the next season starts will trickle into a bunch of things. Okay. I, I know. I, I see what I see where the confusion is for me. I, it wasn't – she wasn't calling for help because of Star Fire. That episode already happened. The episode where it's uh, Dawn, Hawk and Dawn, that was the second to last. Ep- that was episode uh, 10. Mm-hmm. That was 10. The episode before that was the episode where uh, Starfire was choking her out. So she was calling for help probably because so, uh, Robin went to the dark side. But we are not going to know that until season two. No, I don't think. And that's why she said, oh, we need, we need to get Jason Todd. Instead of saying we need to get Robin. Because Jason Robin is, you might be right, but I, that's not how I interpreted it. The the call out for help. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when she was calling them for help, it's when she was getting burned, and she was literally just reaching out to anybody she had a connection with for someone to try to help her in some way. You remember in the illusion what, there was fire, where, like she was in the mirror, mm-hmm. and there was like fire coming at her, and then they showed. That was the, Raven. That was that was Starfire's. They hand. showed her hand, um, Starfire's hand around her neck. That's just how I interpret. But you, I mean, you might be right. What you said sounded good. I'm, I'm not lying. So you could be right. Could be something different. I don't know. Because I, because because the, the way you're saying it, I'm, I remember. I'm, I feel like I'm remembering it that way too. But then there were, but there were multiple points when she called. So, so I, I, I got. There was one right. where she was in the mirror. There was one where she was on like a. Thing. A grill, like a grill, yeah. I can't remember. So, 
and I don't remember which one of the call-outs was the last one. I don't think it was the one from the mirror. It though. was the little grill thing. Yeah. Because she called out to Hank first. She was trying yeah. to call yeah, Hank, Hank, Hank while yeah. he was knocked out with the pills. Uh-huh. And he couldn't see her. And then it was Dawn who looked down at the little... It looked like some. It looked like a George Foreman. It might be some uh, something else. I might be miscalling what it was, but she looks down and she sees her and she's like, "What the fuck?" That's why she's like, "What the hell is this?" Like, and he's like, "You know, Hank doesn't know what's going on." But she having a deeper connection because her and Raven actually had that where she actually like felt her and felt the connection between her and Dick and all that kind of stuff. When she got that. Her having a deeper connection, because this is in Dawn's past, has now seen it and went, huh? And went looking for it, and that's what kind of got her seeing this Raven girl. So now when Raven comes to her later in the future, she feels like some responsibility, or she feels like she already knows her. But that was Raven in that moment calling out for help to anybody she could. It's just that Dawn was in that coma, so that's where she was in her brain. So it looks like she's in the past, if that makes any sense. I said a lot, but the idea is that Raven was calling out for help because she was being choked. Dawn was the only one who was able to hear it because she has a deeper connection with Raven than Hank does. That woke Dawn up. Now, it didn't wake her up in time to save Raven at all. Dick and and Corey did that. Mm. But, well, Dick and Donna did that, sorry. But... Um, it did bring Dawn back up. It did wake her up and, you know, and got Hank up too. got them to a place where we know Dawn is alive now. I I just, it's just, I I gotta see, I gotta see it again. Cause I don't understand why she would wake up and then immediately think to want to get Jason Todd unless there's, there's probably some information we don't know. We don't know about yet. Hence the cliffhanger. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a start of a storyline. I don't think. I think there's more to what she saw or what she heard from Raven in that moment. Mm. We didn't see that though, because it cuts off right after she goes. What the? It cuts off after that. So that is. So there's probably more to that there that we didn't get because it's a story starter. It's she gets up and goes. We got to find Jason Todd. Hank's like, who the hell is Jason Todd? We got to find Jason Todd. And that's the start of the next arc. Like, what is he going to do? Are they trying to get Jason Todd because he's the only one who may be able to defeat Dick? Is he trying to get Jason Todd to get the Batman? Are they trying? Like, who knows what they're trying to do at this point with this show? Um. Anyways, I didn't want to hyper on it too too much. Um. Okay. Obviously, we all said the the show got better, so I think we all agree that the second half of the the series, this season, is better than the first half. Um, so I call the first half episodes one through five. And I think six is the Jason Todd episode. I think that's where the tide shifted for me. Um, yeah. seeing, seeing the yeah, second seeing Robin. It did. That's where it shifted for me. Also, that's when we got more answers too. Like we understood we, uh, right. We, we started getting more clarity on what was actually going on. More information on the, uh, organization after Raven mm-hmm. and why. And we also got introduced to her mom. So, so that's cool. That was cool. Oh, you're saying in the second half? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Second half. Oh, yeah. To Raven's mom. Yeah. Um, I was very curious as which way they were gonna go with the with Raven's mom. I was, yeah. I, I was shocked because I, 
They could have went with she really is on the good side. She was yeah. really trying to keep him away. Yes. Or they could have went with with the uh, um, you know, she was raised. She was and raised. I think we're gonna find out more. I think we're gonna find out that um they that she didn't um give Raven away. Raven was pulled away from her by the other by the church. By the church, yeah. Trying to stop her from being able to summon Trigon yeah. to Earth. Um I think you'll learn that eventually. I think we will learn that eventually. Um, but yeah, I was I was very curious how they were gonna go and they went the the evil mom. I was I was I was very happy to see that. I was like, yeah, wow, this fan you know, yes. <laughs> this bitch is evil. Yes. Mm-hmm. Crystal didn't see it coming, man. She was, she was, uh, she was taken aback. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, "What?" I was like, "Yes, this yeah, is it." I agree. This is it. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was, it was, it was, it was solid. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll just get kind of to it. The, the the best, the the craziest part, obviously, was the this final episode. Um, that starts off, um, very. Uh what's seemingly out of the order, right? So obviously the last thing we see in episode 10 is Dick running into the house or running towards the house through the barrier. He just charges at it, right? And then obviously Corey and um, Donna both try to go through it. They get stopped. Dick's the only one that goes through. We don't know what happens. So episode 11 starts and Dick is, you know, on his back porch or yard, whatever you want to call it. He's got the, you know, the he's out by the poolside and stuff like that. And I'm thinking this is going to be like a quick, you know, they do like those little intro scenes sort of things. That's what mm. I thought it was going to be a quick intro yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, but when they did that first little jitter on the screen to like tell you, hey, this isn't real or hey, something's up here, like something's going on. Um, That's when I went, oh, they might go really deep with this. And then they went really deep with it. They, they I mean, they, they exceeded my expectations. Not only did they create this world where. Um, I what this did was this was Trigon's charged up. Remember when Drake dropped charged up, and a lot of people were like, well, "That's kind of weak." Yeah, I didn't really like it. Yeah, and it I was one of the. I feel like I was one of the few people who was like, "Oh, y'all are missing it, bro." Oh, I love that song. Charged up it, yeah. to me. Charged up was better than yeah, back, to back, back to back. Back to back yes. was just the the hit and the the final blow. Charged up was the whole setup. He's he's jumping around the ring. He's landing little soft jabs. Boom. Just little ones. Just just tapping them, tapping them, tapping them. Then back to back is just a final uppercut to, to lay him out. But charged up was that. This is Trigon's charged up, bro. Like on some low key. He took Dick Grayson's mind and led him down a path. To make a decision himself. Are you going to be this guy or, or that guy? You could go home and you could stay at home as long as you want. Or you could go do something and go down that path that you've been trying to avoid going down. This thing, you swore you've been having inside yourself. If I gave you the chance, would you really turn away from it or would you embrace it? Would you, would you go for it? And he went for it. And it, it cost him. Um, that arrogance cost him, right? Because now, obviously, he's under, you know, the Raven Trigon's control. Um, and that, that's what his arrogance cost him because he ran into, he ran in there 
without thinking, forgetting he doesn't have superpowers. <laughs> um, and you know, it's great that he wants to be the hero, but sometimes running into a you know a thing where you know clearly there's some magic and things going on, running into that a dome of magic probably isn't the smartest thing to do. Um, yeah, when you don't have a superpower, should have sent Starfire in that bit. Yeah, like somebody with a power, or you Donna. gonna do that? Yeah. Like even Donna is better. Yeah. You know, at least she's Amazonian. You know. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So it it was. Um, I think they did a great job with with showing the whole thing, and I I was telling Ian earlier how um I feel like his whole path is a and i like this dick grayson um but i feel like the whole episode is showing you the type of person he is and how how um you can call it pretentious you can call it arrogant whatever you want to call it how full of himself he is a little bit you know in the fact that he left gotham and now it's going to shit he left gotham and all of a sudden batman can't handle it anymore he can't keep up he's got jason todd but he's not good enough now here comes Jason and Jason's shot. So he can't help anybody. And Gotham's only got this worse because he's not there. And now the only person and now Batman's gone off the edge. And the only reason only person who can stop him is, is you. Nobody else in the world can save the great Batman. And you can. And the you can tell these are things that would be in his character's head already. Like he believes that of him. So he thinks that highly of himself. Like Oh, Gotham would go to shit if I wasn't right around the corner to come help save it. Like he thinks that, you know what I mean? So, and when he sees Jason Todd come in and save him, it, even in the episode, if you watch, you can tell he's actually not a bad actor. I, I, I like, uh, I can't remember who said, maybe it was Corey who said that he didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, Brent, I think his name is Brenton something. The guy who plays Dick Grayson. Oh no, he's he's a good he's actor. One of the better actors. On the um, show. I think he might be, might be the best the actor. Best actor on the yeah, show. honestly, and yeah. <laughs> he did a really good job of portraying um, this sense of like hurt pride when Jason Todd came in and saved them in that room. Yeah, uh, you saw him. Be, you could see him be like, "I didn't need any help. Like, who the fuck are you? Why yeah. are you wearing that Robin whole, suit? Yeah, that like, whole episode. Yeah, you could see. You could sense. You could see that little bit of hater in him. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not necessarily hater. It's just this drive to kind of be relied upon maybe or mm-hmm. depended on. Yeah. Um, and when he felt like Batman wasn't doing that anymore. He felt replaced. He, yeah, exactly. And that adds to maybe why he still wanted to be, you know, Robin is not so much just to say that I can't be replaced. You need me, which is what he wanted Bruce to say, which, it, you know, it seems like you know, Bruce was never going to give him. Um, and I think to um, – yeah, to see how he portrayed everybody, you know, not only does this 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 fantasy world imply that he took Dawn from Hank, Hank is also seemingly cool with it. He's at the house, he's hanging out, he's cracking jokes about like the the beer and shit, you know what I mean? Like they're best buddies, and so to him, he's just like, I'm gonna take your girl, and we're gonna be friends. Like you're just gonna be my come by when I'm a free day and drink buddy. Like that's probably not likely, you know what I mean. But in his in his head, it is. You know what I mean. It's just like weird, you know that. In his head, he's also his girl is also being, uh, smashed by the best friend as well. No, I don't think what no, I don't think anybody's smashing anybody. Well, I'm saying like, why would he? Why would in his, in his, 
mind's world would Hank be a threat to their relationship? I think he doesn't like Hank being there when he's not there. Unless that was a that was a means of uh, Trigon leading him down I think the that, path. Well, well, part of it is Trigon leading him to be a little bit angry. But even in his own head, he's saying, I can have Dawn and I'll be buddies with Hank. I just don't like that he's there when I'm not there. Because he Hank talks to him like a friend, which tells me if I'm there, we're cool because I'm here and I know you're not going to try anything. But I leave Go- I leave for Gotham uh, less than 24 hours and this dude is at my house. That seems fishy. You know, that's why he got skeptical. He's like, that doesn't seem to make too much sense. You know, if I've been gone for a week, I get it. I haven't even gone 24 hours. This thing's at my house. Now I feel like things are funny. But then obviously, obviously on the other side, Corey is calling him, you know, obviously about business, you know, and allegedly Frank is there to help paint. But um, it's they're both dealing with this relationship struggle thing. But this is as his mind is starting to slip. You know, he's starting to get you see like the t- even the tones of the scenes start to get darker now. Like before it was the house. It was the, the California sun. It was very vibrant. And the closer and closer he gets to making those decisions, just the darker and darker the tone of the entire scenes get up until literally, you know, he's standing on Batman and like snaps his neck. Um, it was just his character development, even just through that episode. How he portrayed the emotions, I think, were just so good. Um, yeah, I think they did a great job, man. I, I just, I don't know of another comic book live action show that I've ever been this hyped about, like this excited about, um, that I thought was this good, like a different level of good. So. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta watch back at that last episode though. Why you say that? I gotta ask. I gotta watch back on the last couple episodes leading up to it because I feel like I'm missing some things. Um, as far as that interpretation of that episode though, I I, I mean that that is, I get I get where it's coming from, and. Honestly, if if that was the case, then I mean that's 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 some pretty pretty solid writing. I got that uh, Trigon put the put put him in a world where he would ultimately make the decision to go down that path. I don't know if it was his mental. Well, that's what Trigon does. He plays on like your own worst fears. So his own worst fear is succumbing to that darkness side where he's killing multiple people, right? And he's already far gone because he's already killed before. This mm. Dick Grayson has already killed someone before. So he's like, so Trigon is playing on his fear of fully succumbing to that to where he's beating up these bad guys and killing them and beating them up. You know, like Batman before, he's taking you out. Then he's saving whoever he needs to save or saving the artifact or whatever and moving on. Now this deranged Batman is killing everyone till he gets whatever he's looking for. Then he goes about his way. And it's it's that. 
you know what I mean? Like, it, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know what I'm, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but that's the difference there. Like, Trigon is trying to play on your fear. So whatever you're seeing is some sort of projection of, of yourself, of what you feel, of what you think, of your own fear, of whatever. It's like some something is in you. It's something from you. It's not just he's not creating a reality for you because that would require he knows everything about you, right? He'd have to know who are your love. You know what I mean? He doesn't know yeah. any of that. He's literally just taking what's inside you and making it a thing. That's Trigon's thing. That's why I said it's from. It's got. It's like what's inside of Dick Grayson. This version of Dick Grayson. So internally, he's arrogant. Yeah, this Dick. Oh, I mean, yeah, but this Dick Grayson is clearly built that way. Mm. He's the, you know, he's this, and and it, and it makes sense. Yeah, you know, he's the adopted son of a billionaire playboy. So naturally, he's a billionaire playboy. You know what I mean? Like he, he he's used to having the, you know, the nice body, the girls, the laying on the beach, you know, all the, whatever. He's also the bad boy. Which is a little weird, you know. He's stealing cars. He's boosting cars and stuff like that. Like he's this weird, like mini Jason Todd, but still Dick Grayson. You know, I don't know. He's doing some little like reckless stuff as a kid. Um, but he grows up. He's more responsible. He's clearly a team leader. Things like that. All the Nightwing qualities that we're gonna love in him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he's just. It's just how they, um, you know, how they bring him in. This one is a, he's supposed to be that arrogant type of character that almost too confident. Like he's got that, yeah, well, I fought with Batman every day. So I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I, like I know what you guys are doing and I'm sure you're doing a great job, but you know, me and another guy with no powers kind of keep the city safe. So. I think I'm the shit. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. he's got that level of confidence, and you have to have that level of confidence to have no superpowers and be fighting niggas with superpowers. You think? Right? Yeah, realistic. <laughs> realistic. Yeah. And this is a diff- this is supposed to be a different take on all these characters. So even though they come from like familiar backgrounds, they are supposed to all be a little bit off of what you're like not you know kind of used to. Yeah. And I think they're doing a pretty decent job of. There's little things that are different about all the characters that they're, you know, um, kind of putting forward. And I, I just think it's, I think they're doing a good job of um, making it so that um, it doesn't feel like a rehash of something you've already seen. It feels fresh. It feels new. It feels different. And especially right now, it feels like the show could go in any direction. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem right now there's anything to stop Trigun. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem like there's any real way to get, you know, um, Dick back. You know what I mean? Are they going to get Jason Todd? Why? What's Jason Todd going to do? How is he going to tie in at all? You know what I mean? Mm. Is Batman or somebody else going to show up? You know what I mean? What is, what's going on with Superboy? You know, we, we, you showed him. What, what is he doing? Clearly, he's coming out of Cadmus, but he doesn't look like the boy coming out of Cadmus. So, is he an older version? Is he... Still a boy. He already has crypto though, so that it seems to suggest that he's been out and about before and is now being you know, like recommissioned, I guess, or something like that. I don't I don't know. Mm. 
we'll we'll see. I don't know. I'm I think the show did a great job. I think there's a lot of different ways we can go. Um I'm very open minded. Yeah. At the beginning of the season I didn't I wasn't sure how they were gonna tie all, some of this stuff together. And they did and they did it very well. So and you know, I didn't know Jeff Jones was in on the project, honestly, until like episode eight or nine when I finally looked at the credits and like noticed his name. So that gives me even more confidence to believe they're going to tie together and put together a, you know, a good, a good product for sure. Mm-hmm. So. Kind of reminded me of the, the way, uh, Krypton was, uh, the arc, uh, the, this, the arc that, uh, Krypton went on where it was kind of slow at first and then it started to pick up. And then at mm-hmm. the end it was like, yeah, here, 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 here. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely had a similar path in that regard. Where yeah. there yeah. was definitely a shift. Remember we were talking about a shift in the second, yeah, the second half of the show. Um, it definitely picked up, and this one did did that too. However, the way this one ended, it felt like they were more aware. They were more confident. They were confident. Yo, I mean, they were aware that we we got this. Yeah. Whereas the way. Krypton and it, it felt like they weren't even sure know, if we're gonna come back. It. So we go. Well, yeah, Krypton they're selling to another network. Sci-Fi yeah. has to keep buying them, uh, which I mean, obviously, if it doesn't work at Sci-Fi, they can obviously just come to DC Universe. But um, DC Universe, they're paying for it themselves. So yeah. there's not a. They can already. They probably already know how many seasons they want to do. They might mm-hmm. say we got four seasons in a movie, three seasons in a movie. That's it. Yeah. And we're good. Three seasons and a, and a nice hour and a half, hour, 45 minute movie for you guys to end it or whatever. And that's it. And that just may be what we get. Maybe they got 10 seasons. Maybe they got one more. You know, who knows what they have? Uh, whereas, but that, you know, that model is not always going to work. They can't just be like, well, if nobody else picks it up, we'll just put it on DC Universe. Uh, it sounds great, but you also have to convince people to get DC Universe. And everybody's not like me. Who, I mean, granted, I wouldn't have spent the money if it wasn't for the free three months, you know, being added on to, um, you know, the DC Universe at the time for $75 um, or $70, whatever it was. Um, But I just feel like uh, if you're not a super DC fan, chances are you probably don't have DC Universe. And like even today, I was like trying to get some feedback, see what other people were thinking about Titans. And all you could really find were people who watched like the first one to three episodes doing reviews that were like two, three months old. Yeah, there was like I saw one review on the final. So um, the show isn't necessarily hitting a bunch, a bunch of eyes. You know, what I mean, there's a couple blogs that post about it, but like I was searching YouTube specifically, and nobody had like a video up about it or anything. So, um, and I thought it would be. You know, more pop popular. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought it'd be um, maybe a, a little more popular, but it's, you know, it's DC Universe. You kind of got to be invested in it to, to get yeah. it. Whereas yeah. sci fi, you might stumble upon the show by accident. Mm-hmm. So, DC still has to make content to put out on these regular networks or on Netflix or on Hulu or whatever these other platforms are. They still got to be able to put something out for regular people to see in also, hopes that I don't that see draws so much uh, promo for it either. Well, I mean, again, there's no point in promoing it because 
it's one thing to promo and I just got to go to that channel. You know, oh, I got to go to Freeform. Okay, go to Freeform. Uh, it's another thing to promo and the only way to see it is, well, you got to pay a seven ninety nine a month or, you know, $70 for a yeah. year, whatever the cost is. The first time I heard promo of it was on Brilliant Idiots. Their promo, their uh, ad for the DC app, the DC Universe app. Um, I well, I think DC Universe instead of trying to do like this large scale promo where they try to get everybody possible to see it, I think they did a lot more targeted promo. I think a lot of their promo was um, because I would see like you could see like maybe somebody who isn't really into comics or like superhero movies things like that if they aren't watching content like that or follow people who make content like that. Mm -hmm. Um. They didn't have ads like that, but if you found somebody that was into stuff like that, that did search or have conversations about superheroes and things like that, you'd see that in their ads, uh, apps like DC Universe and you know the Marvel games on mobile games and stuff like that, they're always popping up. So I think they kind of went the, we're only going to try to hit our specified demographics versus trying to get as many people to just see or give us a chance. Because I think they figured that there's no point. People are just going to fizzle out. Even if I give you a free trial, you might take the month, you might watch a couple movies, maybe, and then you're done. You know what I mean? You're not going to keep coming back. Whereas me, I'm going to want to use the encyclopedia. I want to, you know, read comics. I want to watch cartoons. I want to watch the movies. I want to watch old movies. I want to watch new movies. You know what I mean? Like, there's just... And even with that demographic of people... You still think that there, uh, there should have been more eyes. And I think what yeah. DC is doing um, is is creating a quality catalog for the long haul. You know that's and that ties into why I think they didn't do a lot of promo. Is um, I think what they're doing is um, thinking about making quality content for their actual fans who they know are going to be the only ones going to be want to invest in their only subscription if they're going to do a subscription they have to put they cannot put like mediocre it has to be quality and i think that's what they had in the back of their mind it's like okay if we're going to do this that means we're going to do it right that means that we're gonna have to invest a lot into this. That means that we cannot; it cannot be a flop. It has to be quality, um, and and not worry too much about um, trying to get new audiences because they know the initial, right now in these stages, are only gonna be the the people that are super fans or people that know the content. So, with that in mind, they have to they have to focus all their efforts on making quality, and not so much trying to get new um, people in. I feel like they know like this is for the long term and that over time it'll get it'll it'll pull in people and and once they get a good catalog, they need at least about I would say two, three more shows that are like hits that to come out for people to feel like it's a it's an investment to go into uh getting that subscription. So yeah, I can see that. But I mean I guess I guess you guys are saying it's too early to promo. Yeah, I feel like right now they know what their audience is, and their audience is is their their hardcore fans. And if you're gonna put out something for hardcore fans, then you got to make sure you 
you hitting on all four cylinders. You feel me? Like you can't, you can't half-ass it. You can't put your budget into promo. You gotta put all your budget into making sure that this shit is a hit, and then and then get that off the ground, and then go get another one. Start working on that. Put that in there because you know you're now. They know their audience and they're catering to a very specific audience and, and they can focus on that. So I, I, I feel like that's that's what's driving them and that's what's making this into a quality because they, they went this this show it went back to DC's bread and butter. Dark, gritty, you know, because they know their audience. They're not trying to pander to the popular um, demographic. They know this is on their subscription site. The only site that they have this on like so it's only going to be their hardcore fans going to be watching it so i feel like with that in mind they were able to hone in on what works for dc and capitalize on that and then and then start chugging that out they have to turn a couple more out and and then hopefully that'll that'll help the subscription service take off i've seen a lot of videos on youtube of about the season finale at the, at the very least yeah i mean if you go online huh? I saw I saw a couple of people react to the season finale. It wasn't a lot. And I was trying to see if anybody did like a comprehensive review of like the whole season. I didn't see anything like it. Saw one dude, I can't remember what his name was, I probably recognize him. Like what white dude, maybe I think it was like a red and white shirt, maybe I don't know. Um where's Waldo ass white dude. Mm. Um I mean if you go on the dark web you can find this this show. I feel like there's a couple of people reviewing yeah, the fight season finale. I don't know about the whole back, show. Back doors to but that subscription service. Yeah, a couple of these guys like, oh this this what was it? Oh this is from DC. This shit got two million views. Uh, season finale uh, preview. That's a lot of eyes. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I think that um. They look at DC Universe as not something they have to necessarily promo right now. We just watch Aquaman is doing crazy box office numbers. Um, that's a quick fact. I just this is just an interjection, not for comments or anything. You just box office numbers don't mean shit. They don't mean anything. It mean all it does is tell you at best if a studio recouped their money off ticket sales or not. Yeah. That's and that's it. That's what it tells you. I, I I know that. So, because um, there's this argument going Oh, Aquaman ticket numbers are great. Like, yeah, they are. That doesn't mean the movie's good. Now, I haven't liked the movie, mm. but if somebody said, you know, I don't like the movie, da, 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 that's fine as long as they don't try to act, you know, go too overboard with it. But I mean, Jumanji I can, broke huh? box office. Jumanji broke box office records. That movie was trash. All right, you, you're trying to start a war. Um, but that's my. I'm point. talking about the newest one, the one with the. Oh, rock oh, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Not, not the yeah, old yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that's newest what I'm saying. Movies break. Movie. Records or they're the biggest like the hit this weekend. Yeah. It'd be no movies out, like no movies that nobody want to see out right now. Everybody yeah. went for Avengers, and it'd be four horse movies out, and the one movie about a turtle wins, and they like, oh yeah, the turtle movie's amazing. It's for Oscars. No, it's not. That movie's trash. It just came out when nothing else was out, and it's like, you know, um, but I just think I don't think they need to. Uh, I don't think they need to do any promo um, for DC Universe. I think it'll sell itself as people come along. I think the other I think their other projects are doing well enough 
you know, I, I fully believe they're going to do another video game this year at some point. You know, um, I'm trying to think. You know, the, the animated movies are doing well. People buy the physical copies. I want to start buying the physical copies. Just broke. Um, you know, comics seem to be doing well. You know, so you just look at all that and you say to yourself, well, how could, you know, how, why would I care to put much more effort into a program that I know only the hardcore who already know about it and these are pe the people that are basically not subscribed but want to be subscribed are probably more likely just fin not financially inclined enough to be able to do it and that's fine like, that just happens but that's more than likely what it is you're, you're not trying to get somebody who doesn't read comics to spend seventy nine nine a month on DC Universe what? Mm. you know what I mean they know their audience and I think that's what it is right now um, I think maybe as it grows in popularity, you'll see things shift a little bit. But I think that's what it is right now. I just don't think there's any need to big promo these things, you know. Uh, every once in a while, we'll probably see it, especially with Young Justice coming out tomorrow. I think we'll see. Um, I think we'll see where people. Um, what's what I'm looking for? I think you'll see where people may start to peak a little more interest because Young Justice is one of those shows that you didn't have to have to, have to be a guy a lot of people that weren't necessarily like super into comic books kind of into watching again. Um, so you may see some them try to do a little more promo for a show like that. But this show like Titans, you know what I mean? Like even if you watch the Doom Patrol episode, they don't really drop any names. So to really understand what you're seeing, you kind of, you have to be a fan pretty much. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, now, granted, with Donna Troy, you know, they eventually say, yeah, you're Wonder Girl. You know what I mean? They kind of go out of their way in Titans every yeah. now and again to let you know who, insult who, who you as a watcher, to be fair. Like, <laughs> did you not figure out who this is yet? All right. This is Catwoman. Like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they hold your hand to it. Um, and it doesn't seem like that's necessarily, um, you know, what they do in their other stuff. So. I'd be curious to see uh, what the numbers look like as far as subscriptions and then what numbers look like, how they spiked when Titans first released and then how they spike when Justice League releases and people start doing podcasts and people start doing reactions and people start posting videos and things like that. I may even post a Facebook video or so, uh, Instagram video or something like that after watching those first three episodes of, uh, of um, what's it called? Yeah, Young Justice. Justice. Yeah. I think I, I think I may do that too, just because be different, a little interesting. Um, yeah, man. I mean, hey, I'm glad we all enjoyed Titans. Uh, definitely gonna be looking forward to um, the upcoming episodes. Uh, was there anything else we talk about Titans that I might have missed? Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's really it when it comes to Aquaman. I think I said everything about Aquaman and Titans. I said everything I want to say about Titans. Um, so Titans first season scores. I give it a, uh, a 9.5. Mm hmm And the point five is because, uh, Raven and Dawn. Oh. I'll give it a nine. Solid nine. Yeah, I'm, I'm at a solid nine too. Um, I don't think it. I, I don't think it's that near perfection, um, because mm -hmm. I do think there are multiple bad acting points by the same actors. So the, I feel like that's 
at that point, that's, that's up point. to the directors and the producers to say, listen, um, this isn't the emotion we want to see here, or mm. this isn't right. You know, this is not exactly what we're looking for here. You know, we need to do something a little different. That's up to them to fix that. Um, so I won't give them too much flack for, or too much leeway for a lot of things, but, um, yeah, I will, I, I'll say a nine is probably solid where it is. Cause I'm, I'm enjoying it. There's a bunch of shit I still don't know. And I'm just hyped to even reach a point where I get a chance to even learn a little bit more information. Every time, you know, a character who we don't have a full fleshed out, like backstory on on the screen, I'm hoping we get another tidbit uh, on that person and, and and from this universe. So, um, yeah, this show is doing really well for me personally, and it's it's worth the show alone. I think is worth you know what I've done. Obviously, I've been able to watch a lot of movies and things on DC Universe, but I think Titans was worth the investment itself um, on its own. You know, hopefully the other if the other, if this is an indication that you know, the other shows like Doom Patrol and you know I think Harley Quinn show is supposed to be live action too. Yeah, there's another show. I can't remember that might be live action. Um, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. That's supposed to be live action too, I believe. If these, if those shows are even half as good as, um, what Titans is, I think they've got a lock on the live series. You know, mm. uh, TV show just looks good. Um, so yeah. Um. Yeah. So I said nine. Raymond said nine. Ian said nine and a half. Um. Very good show. If you know me, maybe I'll consider sharing my login with you or something. Let you let you binge it on a weekend or something like that. Um, I think it's a really good show. I think you should definitely check it out if you uh, listen to all those spoilers and haven't checked it out. Um, very good shows. Um, I'm probably going to start doing... Maybe you need to get the Instagram reaction uh, shit too because... When I watch stuff like this, I want to be able to react, and I think it'd be cool even uh, for if you and Crystal are watching an episode of a show, and like like how y'all watching the finale or whatever, and you know y'all on Instagram reacting to like what you saw, you know what I mean? You as somebody who like watches the stuff, you know, does some more research, you'll Google names, things like that, and Crystal as a more like casual, hmm. just I'm just watching it because he watches it sort of thing, you know, um, and getting into it. Um, I think the dynamic between, you know, your reaction and her reaction are going to be, you know, some interesting things, you know, I wish I could be a fly on the wall. Um, so, I mean, yeah, maybe you want to, you don't want to do it, you don't want to, it's like, I don't want to go on Instagram and post nothing. Show my face. face. <laughs> <laughs> you can be dark, bro, you can dim the lights into the room, you know what I'm saying, just be your voices, it'd be just like this. It's fine. Um, anyways. Um. Yeah. Um. Do we have anything else? No, I don't have anything else. How long will we go today? One fifty-five. Okay, that's not bad. I'll take that. Um. For Aquaman and Titans, we can do that. That's cool. Uh, Raymond, do you want to tell them your social medias? Uh, yeah. My Instagram is the Raymond Show underscore. At the Raymond Show underscore. Yes, I put it up there every now and then. You know, I don't, I don't even remember. Is that new? <laughs> no, no you, we have this conversation same one? Okay. every time. Yeah, I, mean, I don't same. know why it's saying he's like you say it different. The inflections are different every time. It sounds At different. the Raymond Show underscore. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, man, y'all already know what it is. Uh, follow the Twelve Nerds page on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is probably going to be the more active page, um, but I do check the Twitter all the time. I still get notifications for the Twitter and things like that. So if you you more prefer Twitter, we interact there. We'll interact there as well. I just um, original post there may not be as much, but I will interact. Um, yeah, so follow the Twelve Nerds page on Instagram and Twitter. I think there is a Facebook page as well, but I don't use that at all. There's nothing uploaded or anything, so don't uh, don't go worrying about that too much. But um, yeah, man. Um, again, uh, thanks for bringing a new year with us. Thanks for listening to our first podcast, 2019. Um, as always, like, care, comment, and subscribe. But most importantly, enjoy. It's been 12 Nerds. Peace.